Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Sparrow. And I'm Molly Demilier. And we've got a great episode for you today on ghosting. Yeah, we do. Oh, my God. it This was so fun. And truly one of the most fun times I've had posting stuff on the Instagram. And this mm-hmm. is the most responses we've gotten from people mm-hmm. of reasons you ghost. Yeah. And I mean, I got to say, most of them aren't good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a lot of them actually are kind of bad. I'm not going to lie, guys. Uh, but, you know, we all we all have done it, and uh, we don't like it getting done to us. But, yeah, a lot of times you're just, you're just at a loss for what to say. Yeah. And I think sometimes, especially with the apps, because you're seeing so many faces and swiping through so many things that sometimes dating gets, like, dehumanized a little bit, so you don't feel as bad in some situations. Um which I think you should just always remember that on the other side is a human being. <laughs> that, you know, like most of the time they're reaching out to you because they do like you and it's okay to say, you know, this isn't, you know, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. Or it's like, it's almost like you got to have a couple stock excuses that you can use in the scenario that you want to ghost. Yeah. Whether it's, um, I got great advice once of someone wanted another date and I just, you know, let them down of like, I'm, you know, I didn't feel the connection, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was actually my old boss. She was like, oh, just say that you've started seeing someone. Yeah. But I was like, through an app though, it's kind of weird. Because then you're basically being like, hey, I went, I met someone else from the app is what they're going to think that you liked more than them. Which, I mean, can be true. Yeah. I mean, but, what uh, does it really matter what they think about your reason versus just like because i know that when i'm on the other side of it i've been ghosted and okay like here's the situation i was like hooking up with this guy a few times and you know we like would talk back and forth a little bit here and there and then like i reached out a couple times to hang out and he kept saying no and then i just reached out during like all this he had said you know he had to go back home because something happened to this family and i reached out to see how he was nothing Uh, and then another time like a few months later i was like you know what like maybe a family thing like came up i just like replied to something on like his instagram story nothing i'm like nothing oh so now you're just gonna straight up ignore me like you haven't like slept in my bed multiple times yeah that's shit i i have you ever ghosted someone that you've slept with no i've never done that no no i've never done that no that seems crazy to me yeah this is someone who has slept in this apartment multiple times also what you were asking was not to see him no i said like i'm being a nice person yeah that's the other part that's crazy yeah and i was like um you know just checking in how everything's going because um you know with with your family and i just want i said something of like you know when it comes to like crazy family things happening during like this really just 
like upsetting times like i can really relate to it and i'm always here to listen to you like i know you have people but like i am always here to listen if you need yeah um so it was also just like i it's okay to say you're dealing with it with other people so it's like i know you got people but yeah or you're just like i thought of you yeah it's a nice thing to think about you yeah like well, i thought of you and i uh, hope everything's okay yeah like <laughs> i didn't ask you to be my boyfriend like no. i was like how <laughs> are you <laughs> oh damn yeah. yeah i know i feel like you gotta have a couple in stock reasons and i think actually in the episode uh our guest suggested even just being like work is really crazy i don't have mm-hmm. time right now to be seeing someone yada 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 yeah something just come up with something mm-hmm. my god uh but anyway i mean other than uh you guys want to help out the podcast throw us a review real easy mm-hmm. five stars you can do it right on your phone on itunes or apple podcasts and uh if you want to help us out join the patreon we got extra exclusive content we've got a lot of crazy stuff happening oh my god uh, so much crazy new episode stuff. this week of a birthday update uh molly's day we all shot some shots in her honor and um yeah if you want to join the patreon it's patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot help us out and patreon is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash shooters gotta shoot all right well without further ado we got to get into our guest this week on the pod yeah let's do it i mean you guys have seen him on netflix's indian matchmaking we are here today with vinay chada Chada, welcome to the pod thank you for coming on (laughs) we're very excited to have you here uh took us a minute to get you pinned down because you're so in high demand (laughs) it's a pandemic and he's bouncing all over (laughs) right um i actually rewatched your episode uh right before we recorded to get a little refresh on it and essentially, we surveyed our fans up top of, do you think Vinay ghosted or not? And the majority say yes. So we want to give you the opportunity to explain your side of the story. Well, let me just put it first. Like, if I only saw what was on Netflix, then, yeah, that's the way they portrayed me. So, like, why wouldn't you believe that, right? Mm-hmm. But okay. the truth of the matter is, like, the story was following Nadia, right? So it was her story, not my story to begin with. Therefore, like, we, we actually were only with the film crew together one time, which was that, that first date that we ever had, which was episode two. So whatever really? you saw on there That's was, like, the most natural, real thing that really portrayed out in our relationship. But after that, they just gave us both GoPros. So we would basically tell them, like, what's happening with our lives and then record things on the GoPro. So whatever, to be honest, whatever she said was going to go was the word of the end of the day because it's her story. Right. And mm-hmm. what really happened was I never ghosted her for the record. And okay. I will stand behind that because the truth will always set you free. And hopefully she'll admit to the truth one day. But um, <laughs> we, uh, we, we dated for like two months. So it was actually quite a serious relationship too. Like, and uh, I actually was like, kind of like left in the dust and heartbroken by it overall. Like, I mean, it's been a, over a year now, so I'm definitely over that now, but like. <laughs> You're like, my DMs yeah. are open. Nobody take that the wrong way. <laughs> I'm open to dating new people. <laughs> I, I, I've dated two girls since then too. So like to like reflect back, like it's not even my most recent ex to begin with. Okay. But regardless of that, it's like, you know, there were definitely times that we had ups and downs and did I do everything right? Of course not. Did she do everything right? Hell no. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we don't gotta go extreme on the other end, right? <laughs> well, I, the only reason I say that is because I would never go out, go out and stage a date and say that I had something planned for national TV to see, and then let that person get cyber bullied for months and months on end. And I just think that's like 
the worst thing anyone's ever done to me, to be honest. So like, that's why I can say this now. Cause like, I, I would always give her, was willing to give her that chance to like, just to at least come out and be like, you shouldn't cyber bully anybody. You should just, you know, what happens on a TV show happens on a TV show. There's obviously a lot more than the 10 minutes you saw, but like, don't go and attack anybody because like, that's just not the way we should deal with any kind of situation in life and no stand behind a social media and just start, start bullying someone for no reason. So I always wish that she would have said something about that, but she never did. But the truth of the matter in our relationship was that, you know, there was a time we dated for two months and the one time that you saw where I sent her the gifts, that was for a different incident that was never even aired. Right. Okay. I, oh. I don't want to cut you off, but there were two times that apparently some type of ghosting happened. So the one time was you were supposed to meet up just you two wasn't on camera. It was like a date to the movies, right? Something of like, you didn't show up. So she was well, stood I mean, up. Yeah. That's the story. What they showed on TV. Yes. Right. And then she says she hears from you and you explain that you had like severe dehydration and were in the hospital, had an IV and you apologize. We, she says that you sent like what flowers, candy and cookies, cookies <laughs> right? Like with I'm sorry on it. So it's like, okay, He's he's back in the game, right? You won your way back in. But that's not actually what the... happened, though. No, it's not? Oh, okay. So what happened? That's not what happened. So that, the, um, the movies was the second time that we ever had, a, a, like, a misunderstanding. The first time was two weeks before that. So we actually started dating. Oh, okay. I have a really good memory with dates and things, like, which is kind of creepy sometimes when I, like, <laughs> meet people. I'm like, oh, yeah, I met you, like, last Wednesday, and you were wearing this. And I have a weird sense of memory of that. So, like, we st- our first date was the Wednesday before Memorial Day 2019. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know why I know these things, and it's a little creepy to myself to like, have this kind of memory, but I do. <laughs> it's better to be that way than the other way. Yeah. The other way is brutal. <laughs> so then we were dating for like a month, and then like the last weekend of June, that last Friday, so I think it's like the 27th or 28th of June, she was going to a wedding in Brooklyn, and then she's she was going to go out with her friends after the wedding, after the after party. So like, she wanted me to meet up with them around like 1 a.m. And which is already like, it's not like, a, it's not a date. It's not like a planned friend thing. They're just going to go out. And I was like, yeah, I would love to come out with you. And I had all the intentions of coming out, but my family was visiting that day. And I got some like really unfortunate news about my family and which I'm not going to go into details for because they didn't sign up for the show. And I, and I had told her that I still planned to meet up and yeah, I messed up because like, I didn't actually tell her what was going on. I didn't, I didn't even say there was a family emergency. And the reason I didn't say any of that was because I was very wary of the fact that we were on the show and I didn't mm-hmm. want her to ever have to say anything about that because it's not, again, it's not my family that signed up for the show. It was me that signed up for the show. So the next day she was like, you know, like you said you were going to come out. You, and at the last minute you, you said you can't come out because there's something going on with your, you and your family. And, the, and that, that is true. That is what happened. But to be fair, we were supposed to go out at like 12 or 1am. So it wasn't like a, like a set plan or anything, regardless of yeah. the fact, mm-hmm. I know I heard her. Right. I know I could tell that she had like lost confidence in me and like the last thing I ever want to do is hurt someone that I'm dating. So I was like, you know, I, I understand what you're saying, but here's the truth. So like, I want to be very explicit and very open with you about what happened. This is what happened with my family. And this is why I didn't come out. And this is what my reservation was. Was that necessarily right? No, because like it hurt you. So, and I could tell that she was like lost confidence in me. So I wanted to show her to be like, I'm not the type of guy that would just not show up for you. So that's why I sent her the flowers. And then I, the candy I actually sent her was not the candy they showed in the show. It was like a Nestle Bunch of Crunch because we had gone to the movies previously that week and they had stale Nestle Bunch of Crunch there and she was really upset because that's her favorite candy. So I sent her like this like 
family size package so she would never run out of it anytime we ever go to the movies again. And then I sent her the cookies to be like, hey, listen, I am this type of guy. I'm here for you. And I even said, like, let's go talk to the friends that we were supposed to meet from the wedding, which incidentally were not the same friends that we were meeting that you saw in the show. Okay, that's what I wanted to clarify. This incident is after the wedding. None of this is filmed. None of it's on camera. Okay. Because okay. the incidents of the friends, we saw we saw the excuse of something with your sister. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So first I was like, did they film it out of order and like air it out of order? Yeah, yeah. No. So this is like the last weekend in July, right? I mean, the last weekend in June right now. So then Wait, hold the first on. weekend in July, which is like the July 4th weekend, I ended up meeting up with one of her friends at uh, Lutz Beer Garden in Jersey City. And I explained to her friend, she's like, hey, can I talk to you? She's like, you know, Nadia was pretty hurt that you didn't show up. And I was like, listen, like, I totally get it. And I could have been, I should have given her more clarity. I just had a lot of reservations because of the show. I had a family emergency, but this is what happened. And her friend was like, I totally understand where you're coming from. I totally see what, what your side now. So after that, we were like, we're fine, but like, we're not necessarily fine. Like we still have a lot of like random fights. Like every now and then, like we will be hanging out and now you'll be like, I just think it was shady what you did. And I was like, how is that shady? I have already explained everything to you. And I was like, you know what? It's, I'll still push past it. So Let's forward, fast forward two weeks later. Now it's like July 18th, Wednesday night. I'm doing, yeah, see? <laughs> okay, all right, July 18th, yeah. 2019, okay. <laughs> 17th or 18th, but I was doing this, uh, I, I, work, I do this Bali X workout where I help the, the trainers teach in front of Herald Square. And that night I got heat exhaustion on the Wednesday night. Thursday night, we're supposed to go see the movie, which was Toy Story 4, which I'll never see now because now that movie's tainted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too emotional for you? It's too, it's emotional. too emotional. See, Toy Story 4, Cause, cause it hurts my heart now. <laughs> it's too emotional because the TV show or because the heat exhaustion? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. More, more so because of her reaction to what, what, what you'll hear now. So that morning, on Thursday morning, I was like, I woke up. My hands were like clenched and I was like sweating like crazy because I was really dehydrated. So I texted her at 8 a.m. before the movie and I was like, hey, I'm not feeling really well. I'm going, I'm going to go to urgent care. I don't think I'm going to be able to make the movie tonight because... Clearly something is wrong with me. And I'm telling you 12 hours in advance right now before the movie starts. Okay. So then I was like, I'll let you know how I feel throughout the day. So I got an IV and by like two o'clock, I felt like a new person. I don't know if you ever got an IV before, but it makes you feel like mm -hmm. a new person. I've heard things when people get too drunk. They're like, it was the best hangover care ever. <laughs> but regardless, like I, I send her a text saying like, hey, like I'm actually feeling a lot better. I was like, what are your plans now? And she's like, a, what does it matter what my plan is? And B, I'm still going to see the movie because that's what I wanted to do. And I said, okay. She's, I was like, I was like, is it okay if I join you? She's like, no, I'm going with my other friend. And I was like, well, I'm not asking you to change your plans with someone else. Like, I understand that you made new plans now because I said I, I couldn't make it already earlier this morning. But is there any way I could join you guys too? Because I really want to see you. And she said, no. And I was like, I didn't want to be vague or I don't want there to be any confusion. Can we talk? And she's like, there's nothing confusing about this. If you had the intent of going to see the movie, you should have tried to power through it. And then at the, and then if you couldn't make it, then let me know. And I was like, no, that's what I did last time. And you got mad at me for that. I was like, can we talk? And she's like, maybe I'll call you after the movie. And from that day, she never spoke to me again. I, I called her, I texted her, I emailed her. And I was like, poured my heart out to her and never heard from her ever again after that day. Really? Wow. So that whole, when I was watching the show, I saw them like kind of like flip the script of what happened with the uh, movie. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, like it's hard to edit something out when you have two people have with a GoPro and one person telling you one thing, one person telling you another. And that's when I stopped watching the show. So that whole date thing with her and her friends, 
that never happened. I know in, in August, Netflix reached out to me again. They're like, hey, we want to film with you and Nadia again. And this is a month after that. And I was like, oh, wow, did she change her mind? Is there something that she wants to say now? And they're like, no. And I was like, well, then if it's already done, what's the point of filming anything? And they're like, mm -hmm. oh, can you meet this week? And I was like, no, I'm going to Aruba that week. And then all of a sudden, I see this whole thing on Netflix where they have this stage date where I'm supposed to meet her and her friends. And if you look at those texts, they're just bubbles. They're not actually texts. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like graphics, yeah. So it could have been like, because I was going to ask you if that was with the exact text, but turns out... They didn't happen. ever. I went through every single text. I was like, I never, ever did I say that. And I thought maybe I had said something like <laughs> along those lines to her before. And she knows how close I am to my sister, which really pissed me off even more than anything else, because like you brought my sister's name into this now. So now people are attacking my sister be like, oh, what kind of problem does your brother have that you need to... Like baby him about it. I was like, shut up. People came oh at your sister. God. Yeah. That's nuts. That's nuts, right? And then so like and you know I'm vegan, first of all, and there was no vegan option. So why would I why would I ever have agreed to go to something? Or why would she have set something up that I couldn't have anything to eat for one? And why would I go ghost her when I know there's a film crew there too? Like it it doesn't mm -hmm. add up. And then right. even when I said that she ghosted me and she her response was like even on the show she's she told her dad that I never responded to her. I never never talked to her again but then in an article she said oh he did end up texting me but then i decided I, I was i told him i was done with him and if you want to call that ghosting that's what it is so i was like now your story doesn't even line up so that's really what happened and i have no problem saying that because the that's the truth and i have i have the proof but i'll never ever reveal that because i know that i'm not about i, I believe in karma a lot and i'm not about boosting myself up to push somebody else down at the same time and i know that if i ever release those texts it's going to be, it's going to cause a lot of issues for her. So I could never be responsible for doing that to anybody because I know how that feels personally. I mean, wow. yeah, that's, I mean, this is a lot. This yeah. Is, this truly was the whole story. You got your facts and dates in line. Yeah. Um, I mean, now it's like, what a twist. We feel bad for you now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think even the things that she was asking from you at the very beginning of, you know like about revealing things about your family like it was so soon into a relationship like even if it was at two months in to have to disclose that stuff so quickly like that's not fair to you that whole month of july i felt like i was just like walking on eggshells because like i know i'm on a show too i don't, I don't know how i can be if I, if I say something wrong it'll be twisted so like i felt like damned if i do damned if i don't i felt like really trapped for a long time and like it took me like a few months to get over like that all of July, like the end of July, August and September, like I was a wreck last year. Like it, it wasn't until like October where I was back to normal again. I mean, it must have been a hell of a first date though if you went through all of this for a couple of months. It sounds like it was pretty miserable afterwards. Well, no, we, we like, like up until the point where that, that whole incident happened with her friends at the wedding, like that, that first month and a half that we were together, like it was great. Like we, like, we were vibing and like, Obviously, there's like little quarrels here and there, but overall, like, I think we just like really enjoyed each other's company. And like, I, like you saw the chemistry we had on that first date. Like, that was mm -hmm. real chemistry. And like, who knew that like, like a weird matchmaker could ever set us up that way? Like, <laughs> but like, it it was like instant. It was like an instant connection. Like it, to the point where like I even wondered on that first day, I was like, are they are the, am I like being played here? Is this like some sort of acting game? But like, and then she actually called me after the date too, and we actually had like a, a really nice conversation too, like off camera, which was nice. Okay, um, so I mean, you just said that it was surprising to you that a matchmaker could set up someone so good. 
Um, so what made you decide to use a matchmaker? Well, I actually didn't use a matchmaker. She, she was the, the, um, one using the matchmaker, right? Cause like that, she's the person matching them. I just applied for a show on Netflix in all fairness. Like I, oh, I never actually met them. There it is. Okay. okay. I thought you both parties had to use so. a matchmaker. Mm. And then- yeah. I think that's how that made it seem, but yeah. that definitely wasn't the case. Like, uh, I saw like my friend actually saw an ad and she like on Instagram was like looking for a millennial South Asian that would want to use like a world famous Indian matchmaker to be and me like on this like docu series and she's like oh you should you should uh, apply for this show and like the okay. application was really simple I actually like happened to find what I wrote like I wrote like the the quickest one word responses to everything too and I, I just didn't think anything of it I was like sure I'll just apply that and then they like, were like can you send us three to five pictures of you and uh, are you available to for like a 30 minute Skype interview? And that's what the producers, and that's kind of when they just asked me like, like what I do for a living, what I'm looking for in life, what, like, what are my goals and aspirations sort of thing. And like, and then like, I didn't hear from them for like nine months. And then like, this is September, 2018 when I applied. Mm-hmm. Like, and it wasn't until April when they reached out to me again and they're like, are you still single? Would you want to be in the show? Wow, really taking their gamble on people being single. Yeah. <laughs> when they like that, I was like, oh, yeah. I am. Thank you for rubbing it in. I was like, how did you know? <laughs> so when you applied to do the show, you did know it was an Indian matchmaker. Like, it wasn't just like reality dating show looking for South Asian people. It was like, no, there's a matchmaker happening. Right. But the way matchmakers work nowadays is just like, it's just like almost like a dating app. Like you're getting like a bio data, which is like a profile. But instead of having it on like your swipe left on your phone or swipe right, it's like um, a piece of paper instead. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like I don't know if you've seen the show Millionaire Matchmaker, but for Millionaire Matchmaker, it's kind of the same thing where it's like she has a client and they're the ones paying her, and she just finds people and she has a whole database and she she pulls people to be like I think of these ten people you'll like a bunch of them and like you know the person paying meets them, but these other people are just like people she meets with or has in her database. Yeah, I don't even know how they ended. Like I actually talked to the matchmaker girl one time and she just like asked me. She's like. Does the girl have to be Punjabi, which is the type of Indian I am? She, does she have to be Hindu? And I, I'm like, I already said no to all this stuff before. Like none of, I don't have criteria, so none of that matters to me. And then at the end of that, she was like, okay, thanks. And I was like, so that's it? That's all you want to know from me? <laughs> <laughs> so, this is, so this was your first experience with a, an official matchmaker? I guess if you want to call that me having a matchmaker, but yeah, I guess. Okay, because I guess we were curious in general. I know this varies from person to person, but like, say in your own family, is it more common to do matchmaking or love marriage or what's kind of the general vibe in your culture, would you say? Well, I do think that anytime there is a matchmaker now too, like I still think the precedent is there just as an introduction. I don't think that there, and like, I mean, I could be told wrong, but I don't think that between me and Nadia, at least it was never the anticipation that we were going to be like, a proposal was on the table it's like this was like basically just another front to meet somebody else and like now we're just dating like, like a normal like, like a normal couple mm-hmm. but like my again my whole family like all like the parents generation because they're all the immigrants they were all arranged marriage in all my family but like anyone below that has about all been like love marriages and i don't know how old you are but do you feel like at a certain age there's suddenly a pressure of like hey maybe we should use a matchmaker or do you feel like your parents are super just Hey, whatever you want to do. I guess like they'll, they'll, they'll be like, oh, we'll help you. And like, they, they, they use like what I call like the auntie community, which is like all the parents. No, <laughs> yeah. no, they know someone, they know someone like, let's, like, let's set them up. We're like, I know this girl who lives in New Jersey, like he, and they're around the same age. So they should, they should talk sort of thing. But like, 
there's no like official matchmaker or anything like that. Okay. And even like when my parents got married, there wasn't like a matchmaker. Like they they were definitely in an arranged marriage, but the way it worked then, which I don't know how it is in India now, so like, I can't speak to that, but I just know how my parents were. Like my mom's parents put an ad in the newspaper basically. I mean like, and this was very common. Like this is how it was done. Okay. Like, and then like people would come to the house and get interviewed. And then like they chose my dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now you're here. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Do you think there's more pressure for women in uh, Indian culture to get married younger? Or do you think like you're not feeling as much family pressure, I guess, because you're a man? Uh, I do. I do actually get a lot of pressure. I just push it away, to be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like, not it's there. Yeah. It's there. I just like, speak to like how a woman feels about it. Cause like, obviously I'm not a woman, but like, I do think there's a lot of pressure on both sides. I, I can only say that I felt a lot of pressure and I do see a lot of pressure for, for females as well. So after this experience with this matchmaker, would you ever use one again? Or what's your preferred method of dating? Honestly, I'm open to meeting anybody on any type of front, like friends of friends, like through dating apps. Or like, I have no problem using a matchmaker again, like, or actually using a matchmaker to begin with. Like, I, I still think it's just another front to meet somebody. And like, I'm open to meeting someone in any way, shape or form. Okay. Are you um, set on dating uh, an Indian woman or? Yeah. Okay. Like, um, are your parents set on you dating an Indian woman? Oh, good question. Yeah, my, my, my sister didn't marry an Indian guy. So, like, uh, oh. she broke the ice. Yeah, that's okay. helpful. All right, that helps. <laughs> yeah. It was never even a thought as an issue. Like, I remember when I asked my dad, like, I was just curious. I was like, are you okay with Monica, my sister, like, not marrying an Indian guy? And, and, and he was just like, once she told me that she loved him, then I fell in love with him too. So, it didn't matter at all. Wow. Oh, that's all so right. sweet. That's very sweet. <laughs> I was going to say, watching the show, I was like, give me a matchmaker. This is great. Even just someone to do the app for me is fine. Like, yeah. just- I feel like I'm more just like, like, especially with dating apps, like I don't actually like, go on and use them. Like, I'm not very proactive. So like, sometimes I do need like that extra push or extra boost to like, just get me out there. Mm-hmm. What I liked about watching the show, too, is that she was so real, especially with a lot of the women on it of like, you're just picking the same type of guy or just like giving them the feedback that they just would never find on an app. Right. And I'm all about just like meeting someone right away. Cause like, there's only so much you can talk on an app where like, Hey, how are you? Where are you from? What do you like to do? And it's like, just like, just meet each other already and just figure it out. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a great like texting app talker. Like I just got like back on the apps again recently. And like, now I'm just like on it. And it's like, all right, this is, it feels almost like a pain more than like a fun process to me right now. Oh yeah. It's a bitch. <laughs> Dude, Molly says that it worked for her. Yeah. Actually, she went on like one hinge date and just hit it off. So I'm like, "Fuck you, Molly! Like, shut up!" <laughs> I was like, oh, "This is the worst. Oh, this is so terrible." I'm like, "It worked for you. I don't. Know. You're like, you're I like mean, uh, shooting 100 over there." Yeah. You went on one Tinder date. You ended up dating that guy, even though he was a piece of trash. And then you went on suck. one hinge date, and you ended up dating. You're dating this guy now. So that's yeah. You're two for two. That's yeah. It hasn't been that long, though. He, he might have some real colors to reveal. We don't know. Can I can I throw in a tip of something that happened to me on an app recently that I first was kind of like, this is weird. And then I'm like, no, this is this is a good move. Uh, a man I messaged, it was Bumble, so I messaged first. He responded with an audio message. And I heard his voice. It's hot. And, okay, first of all, yeah, if you have a hot <laughs> voice, definitely do this yeah. move. But number two, like... Respond with audio messages? You can respond with audio messages through a lot of the apps now. Bumble, I know you can. I don't know. I'm not sure about Hinge. But it's something that, like, I asked a very regular question. He gave a pretty regular answer. 
but already there was so much more life in the conversation <laughs> like just a, even just a little like um da, 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 like just mm-hmm. i don't know you like already feel like you get to know them because of like little slight habits that i'm like oh this is the new move that i'm like i might open a couple bumbles with an audio message now yeah Let's see how that goes I did, I did not know that you could do audio messages I feel like it humanizes someone. It does. You know? Yeah. It makes them feel real. Or I think he's naturally, I guess, a little talkative. So then already, like, I think this third third audio message back, he was like, yeah, what's your number? Like, if you want to, like, just call me. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Like, I felt comfortable being like, you know what? I'll just do a phone call with this guy. It's just yeah. easier than this weird texting back and forth. You know? Right. Did you have a phone call? Not yet. I gave him oh. my number. Okay. I haven't heard yet. So <laughs> I might have just jinxed that saying yeah. that out loud on the podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, listen, if that's the movie's doing with everybody, I respect it. I think it's a really, it's a good move. It's also no one else is doing it. It's a new move. Maybe I'll try that too. Yeah. Throw it in. You got a nice voice. Sounds good over here. I just imagine this dude's roommate like listening to him. <laughs> like say these one-sided conversations. Probably like hiding in the bathroom while he's doing it. Like, oh, I here. <laughs> He's doing to like a bunch of women at the same time, so it's just yeah. a conversation that doesn't make any sense. He just keeps retelling <laughs> yeah. the same story, like yeah, me and the boys watched the game, and then uh, we went to this. Have you ever been to this cool bar on the Lower East Side? <laughs> any time of the year, any platform. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's got some saved actually that he just sends out. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I bet someone told him he had a sexy voice once, and then that's when he thought of the move. Probably. No, I wouldn't probably. be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. I sent it to a group chat. I was like, guys, you gotta hear this. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, so we heard your story of the Nadia situation, right. but let's have let's have real time here on everybody's account, okay? So first of all, have you ever been ghosted? Yes, which is why I'll never do it to anybody. Oh, okay, okay. Whoa, whoa, never! You've never ghosted someone. Never. Like my my my. So I have a lot of female friends too, and like I see it more on, and this is only my personal experience with it, and I'm not saying this is the the definitive rule or the, what's what's really out there but I, i've just seen a lot of my female friends being like oh i'm not really feeling this guy and like they just stopped talking to him and i was like do you know how it feels to be that guy that way like, when you're just trying to reach out like just to hear like mm. it'd be so nice if you just were, were like you could you could just trickle it down for one or you could just at least let him know i was like it makes me feel so much better because like i've been that guy I'd be like hello like, i thought things were going well and like never hear back from them again and like just right. to hear that them say that like you know like, be truthful about it it's just like all you really need is like you you're just not wasting anyone's time then but i, oh, I always like advocate to my, my friends to do that and like they have done it before because i've said that which is why i would never do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i think that we just tell our own stories in our own head and make it a thousand times worse than it really is when like the situation nine times out of ten is that someone just wasn't feeling it they met someone else they're not into it they want to move on but we just tell ourselves these crazy things like oh my god i did something terrible like they're really mad and i know i do this all the time and it's insane (laughs) well i found um there was a survey a dating app did and the number one reason men and women both said that they've ghosted was to just avoid confrontation Mm mm-hmm it's not even, not even real confrontation through it. I know, but it's yeah. I, it's just the fear of it. Mm-hmm. Like, because you don't know how they're going to react. It's easy just to be like, hey, sorry. Like, I'm just like not, I'm just like, you could just even be like, I'm just really busy right now in life and I'm just not looking for anything. You, you don't have to say like, I'm not into you. You could just say, I'm yeah. just not looking to date right now. Like, just say something. For yeah, sure. you can soften it for sure. <laughs> I was going to say, I have been ghosted and I have ghosted, but like maybe twice. Like very, like I've definitely yeah. been ghosted more than I've done it. And the two times, one was like, uh, 
Well, this is interesting. We'll get into this later. I'm not sure if this counts. But one was like, I went on two dates with a guy. He hit me up talking. I was just being a little chatty. And then he asked me out again. And I was like, yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you. I wasn't really feeling the connection. Like, but I think you're really great. Like, you know, best of luck. I think I said, like, I think we're looking for different things. Like, whatever. But I sent, like, my final message. And then he, like, sent some question, like, well, what what is it that you're looking for? Blah, blah, blah. And I didn't answer. Because I was like, oh, no, I'm done. No. I'm like, I'm done. Like you made nice. your piece and then ended it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he messaged me two more times, like, angrily. And I'm like, well, that just confirms my decision. That I was right yeah. to just be, to not date you. And to just be like, I'm done. Yeah, I, I don't think that, that counts. You didn't ghost him. <laughs> I don't think that counts as ghosting. Mm-hmm. But that's, I guess, debatable. Or some people, they have the opposite problem of ghosting, where they will just keep talking because they feel bad and i'm like no i'm at the point i'm like if someone harasses me like that i'll just block you yeah yeah i've ghosted when i felt really uncomfortable um that's another one of a lot of women say yeah and like i actually don't feel bad about this at all i was getting on the subway this is probably like uh last year the year before over the summers like way before the pandemic and i was by myself going out to like meet some friends and this guy asked me for my number, like came and sat right next to me. And it was like really awkward. There were a lot of people around and I still had a long way to ride. So I didn't want to like say no and create a situation. So I just gave it to him and I was like, okay, like, uh, you know, he might not text me or like, you know, I might not have to, you know, just do anything about it. And so of course he like did text me and I didn't answer. And so he kept messaging me. And like he lives in the area. So sometimes I would like see him around too. So I'm like, I don't want him to oh, like no, see me or like see where I live. Or no, that's something. a weird circumstance. <laughs> yeah. So I just ignored it. And he kept messaging me at random times. He would be like, Molly, the friendly ghost. I'm like just like weird <laughs> shit. And so I was like, I just feel really, really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, so Yeah. I advise everybody. I think there was only one time I did the straight ghost. I count ghosting as if you meet in person. And yeah, then, and they reach out to you and you don't say anything. So whether you went on a date or what, like I think it technically mm-hmm. counts, even though like yours, I'm like I co-signed. I totally would have just yeah, no, yeah. block them or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I did once and I did feel bad. It was like I went on a date with someone, and I had the like catfish esque thing from an app, and then they messaged me after the date the next couple days, just being like saying something, and I just didn't answer. And I kind of was like, I because I just didn't know what to say. It wasn't the confrontation. I was like, I don't know what to say, but. They never messaged again, and I was did like, "Did the date go eh. well, or did did do you think that the guy thought the date went well?" It's like most app dates where you're like, "You're like, yeah, I just I don't care if I see this person again. It's not that they're a bad person. Like you're like, it was just fine." Yeah. But I mean, I never drank a beer faster in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I wanted to get out of there. <laughs> I don't know if that's what to say. Tell at that point when it's just like the one drink, you be like, "All right, it was nice meeting you. Have a have have a good night." Yeah. yeah, you'd think that's the hint. I thought that's always the hint: is two drinks, it's going well. One drink, and someone's like, "No, I'm good." It's right. like, oh, they're trying to get out of here. Yeah. So. And it was like a big, it was like some Brooklyn place that had like these big, it was almost like a big goblet. Oh was, no. And I remember it got put down and I was like, dear God, like I was like, you got to chug this thing. Like, I was, Spill some on the ground. Like I was like, this is this movie brings people here because this drink takes longer. And I was like, I am determined. I will just keep asking you questions. You keep talking. I'll keep sipping. Well, here. that's why he thought it went well is because he was talking the whole time. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I found that's when men think the date like they killed it is when they just talk the whole time and you're like well i don't think you actually know my name so <laughs> i just think it's like if a date goes well like usually at least for me it's always like led to 
going somewhere, going to like another bar or something like that, mm-hmm. right? or going to eat something like that. Like I'll never do like a dinner first date because that's just yeah, that's, no. no, it's too much. Well, now you kind of have to. It's kind of yeah. weird out there. You it's gotta get I did. I guess I did with Nadia, right? Like a dinner first date. Although I didn't choose that place. That was like the show that picked that place and everything. Well, if they're paying, then get some dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it looks like I paid, right? Like I put my. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't know, but you know, from what we've heard of the reality, quote unquote, TV, it's it's never fully real. So. Yeah, no, I actually had to ask them too. I was like, "What do I do about the bill?" And they're like, "Just do what you normally would do." And I was like, "Okay." I was like, "But you're paying for this, right?" <laughs> <laughs> but like, just take a picture of the receipt at the end. I just send that to somebody. Someone Venmo me. Um. Okay. So. If- if you had to do, if you got asked to do the show again, would you do the show? Uh, I think so. Like, I, I think that there's always a, I just believe in like the greatest good of everybody. So I just think that they wouldn't, I think that like, I, w- I would like to believe that they want the best out of me for me in life. And like, even though that I didn't get that the first time, um, I think that I would hope that they would want to see the best in me for the next time. So I would still do it again. Um, how has it impacted your dating life since it came out? I feel like a I lot of people have viewed you. What? Really? You haven't gone on any dates since the show? No. Because of like COVID and lockdown or just? Well, I was dating a girl up until like basically up until June from like beginning of this year until June. So like it was like that, you know, that recovery period from breaking up, which mm-hmm. is when, when the show kind of came out too. So like uh... I was still kind of like hung up on somebody Ooh. else. Netflix did you dirty. Oh, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it sounds like Netflix is really good at remembering dates too, Vinay. Yeah. It sounds like they're really messing with you over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, like the whole COVID thing. And like now, like, like I was like afraid to go on apps because like I didn't want to be, I saw like the portrayal I got, especially from like the female community. And like, that's what really hurt me the most because like that's, some, that's someone, that's a community that I advocate for. Like I work for a woman's fitness company. Like I, I, I was raised by my mom and my sister. Like I, I, I stand firmly behind women's rights and everything. And then like, the types of girls that I would normally like to date are the girls that actually hated me from watching the show. So like, and I was like just afraid of the apps. I was like really apprehensive to like even go on it. One, cause like there was just like either like, like these really young girls that were just like, were just like sending me weird DMs. And then like the, the normal girls hated me. So like, I was just like, I don't know. I was just scared of it. So like, and then the COVID pandemic thing, like I'm a big hugger too. Like I don't even know how to go on a date with a mask and like not hug somebody. Mm-hmm. It is a little weird. That's yeah. a weird adjustment. Yeah. Now I, I like literally this week is when I was like, all right, I'm going to go back on apps again. And like, I actually just was on this app today. And then the first question that someone asked me was, I'm going to just, I'm going to read it. Well, I was going to say, I would assume your fear on apps would just be everybody recognizes you. And so everyone that messages you is asking you like, did you go set girl or like, you know, some type of message like that. But the other side for men, even though you ghosted that girl, I was like, I know many of men that have done terrible things, but they get a little fame and they still got women in the DMs interested. That's true. Yeah, I mean, like, there was definitely that too. So I'm not going to say that it wasn't there, but there was a lot of hate too. So like, and that was really hurtful for me. Like I, I just kind of like honed in on, on that more than anything. Yeah. But literally today, like I like matched with this girl on an app and she, her first response to me was legit question. How does it feel to be on a dating app after your experience? Are you more apprehensive? And I was like, yes. And then now I'm even more apprehensive. But I was like, actually, thank you for asking that. I was like, you kind of like eased it in for me. Yeah. I mean, she's not lying. She knows who you are. I don't know. I feel like that's a really well worded way to approach it. And I think it's better than like beating around the bush being like, oh, are you, were you that guy from that show? Like, you know who, mm-hmm. you know who I am. No. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's terrible. No. Yeah. Like if you're asking the question, you know. Right. 
And you don't want it to be just like this elephant in the room when you are on a date of like, do they know? Or are they just not saying something? Right. Like, I was going to say, anyone that asks, just send them a link to this episode. Just, yeah. Just be like, I told my story on Shooters Go Shoot. So. I was like, you want, you want to know what happened? Just go here. Like, click. <laughs> just put this in your profile. Yeah, right. <laughs> It'll be fine. Exactly. You want to hear what happened? Link above. Link <laughs> <Life> above. <up. laughs> um, all right. So you want to get into rapid fire? Yeah. All right. So we put together a little fun thing. Because we surveyed on our Instagram, which I feel like I should give a shout out. Uh, Mm -hmm. A little bit of some numbers here. Hold on one second. Yeah, we had so many responses um, for people just reacting to these polls for you coming on. So Yeah. So basically just ask people some ghosting questions in general, right? Like we did. Have you ever been ghosted? 84% of people, yes. Which would you prefer? Getting ghosted or having a rejection response? 89% 89% of people said a response, some type of rejection. But then we followed with, have you ever ghosted someone? And 78% 78% of people said yes. So basically, we're all doing the thing that we don't like being done to us, which makes kind of no sense. And then our next little rapid fire here, rapid fire round, basically, is this ghosting? Yes or no? It was inspired by we asked people, why did they ghost? And then a lot of people were like, well, does this count as ghosting? I did this. Oh, Which, like we already started talking about that, too. A, a little bit. Yeah, we got into it a little bit. And then we have your question. Did Vinay ghost Nadia? 81% said yes. We'll, we'll resurvey after the yeah. episode. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's the top question that inspired this rapid fire. Ready? Ghosting is only when you do not respond to someone's message, call, or text. True or false? False. So yeah. you think ghosting could be more than that. Okay. What about you? I would say False. I think for the majority of it, true for me. I consider ghosting of someone reaches out in some way and you don't say anything, like leaving them unread. Is my is my is my definition? I don't know. What what's the counters that you're thinking in your mind? I guess like if you meet someone in person, I was gonna say, but it always is followed up with a call or a text or something. So I guess it all kind of ends up in that same realm, anyways. I mean, I think there is such thing as a mutual ghost. I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily, but like you meet in person and neither of you just acknowledges that it really happened to the other like you don't say anything again oh, yeah you just kind of go off your own ways like that yeah yeah see i don't count that as ghosting i only count it if like they text you and you don't say anything okay then Be- what do you count it as that's just someone you went on a date with and you didn't go on another date with yeah but i like i don't think i don't think mutual ghosting is the word i think it's like yeah both of us didn't like each other so we like i don't i don't think there is an official term for it but mm-hmm. i don't feel like it's ghosting because no one is not responding to someone's question or reach out. That's just me personally. I, I see it as there's some type of reach out and then someone else. Hey, what if you, what if you met someone like in a bar and then like, or something like that. And like, you never exchanged any numbers at that time, but they, you had a plan to meet up again and they didn't show up then that's ghosting. Then that is ghosting. Or is that being set up? Isn't that what that is? See, ghosting and standing up, I think are two different things. But can't they be the same thing at some times too? Yeah. I think ghosting I think so. is the new standing up. It's the virtual standing up, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Virtual standing up. I like that. Let's yeah. let's re- okay. okay. Ghosting yeah. is virtual standing up. I like that. Okay. I think that's You're a good a new term. <laughs> because some of these scenarios here, let's just get into them, because some of them are kind of a combo of both. And I mm-hmm. find them very, very interesting. All right. Scenario number one. Okay. You have a vague plans to meet up on a day of the week. No place or time confirmed yet. The day comes and goes, and you don't hear from them. Ghosting? Yes or no? No, that's not a set plan. I feel like it's not a ghost. I say no. 
you don't reach out. Yeah, Confirm- there's no reach, no reach out, out and you don't hear from them. No. I say no as well. All right. Next one. You go on a date with someone. After the date, you never hear from them again and you never reach out. Ghosting, yes or no? That's what we said. That's the, that's the, that's the new, that's the virtual, that's a mutual ghost, whatever you want to call yeah. that. Okay. But I just don't consider it ghosting. I just, I just, it's just, no, that's not ghosting. It's just like, it's just the end. Like, as long as you both were on that same page, I guess if no one's reaching out, both of you are on the same page. It just wasn't meant to be. I mean, there usually is, though, after a date, like, if there's that point where someone's like, oh, yeah, and like, I'll text you, we'll talk later. And then no one does. I think that is ghosting someone. And that's yeah. how a lot of people awkwardly end a date. Yeah. But it's because people don't know how to end the date. It's being polite. It's even people going, we should do this again sometime. Even though your brain's like, I don't want to. Right. <laughs> you ever see, see that episode of Friends where Chandler goes out with Rachel's boss and he says he's going to call her and he's like, no one ever actually ever calls. And yeah. He makes him go on the next date with him again. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I do think it's a little bit of ghosting though. I think people should learn how to be human. If you don't want to do something, don't say, don't say you're going to do it. Yeah. I just think that's yeah, how you end that date, though. It's how you end that date. If you say, like, hey, we should do this again sometime, or like, let's, you know, it's, if, but mm-hmm. if you, like, had a nice time tonight, it was nice meeting you, that's kind of like we both are kind of like going our separate ways. Yeah, when someone says that to me, I'm like, oh, you don't want this. Yeah, to yeah. That's a goodbye. Because yeah. <laughs> like, I, I feel like when men even go, we should do this again sometime, they're just watching your reaction, and if you're not excited, they're like, it's a no. Right. Mm, that's interesting you know like i feel like most guys will say that to kind of fill it out from you of how you mm. respond if you're like oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh she doesn't want to you know maybe like my, my bold way of asking for the next date or like implying that i want to have a next date is like when we're paying for the check and like i i'll like willingly pay for that for that first date check and they're like and usually what happens is they're like, they're like no no let's split it or like let, let me pay for something and i'll be like no you can pay next time so that's kind of like mm. my way of being like, how do you feel about it this time? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, okay that's fun. What if she's yeah. like, I'd love it next time, but I'm not paying. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> she's like, I'd love it next two times, but the first three are on you. Um, you want to do the next one? Sure. Okay. So you match with someone on a dating app. You exchange a few messages back and forth. They call COVID the liberal flu. So you unmatch them immediately. Ghosting, yes or no? What do they mean by the liberal flu? They're calling COVID the liberal flu. This is a specific example someone gave, but essentially the scenario is on a dating app, you're talking back and forth. They say something you don't like, or you just decide you don't want to talk to them anymore and you unmatch them on the app. Does that count as ghosting? I don't think so. I think that's a flat out rejection. Yeah, I don't think so either. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't. I mean, you've never met in person. My general rule is you have to meet in person first for ghosting to really count. Right. And like, I'll be honest, like I've, I've gotten like some like explicit DMs where I'm like, this is inappropriate behavior. And then I, I just stopped talking to them. And I don't think that's ghosting. I think that's just more like you're being a psycho. So I can't talk to you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Or you're yeah. not being Crystalia or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just making the right call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think until like you take it off like digital stuff like it doesn't really count because yeah. everyone is messaging so many people especially right now that it's like no you have someone else like talking to them for like, like for like weeks at a time digitally like i i do agree with you that you have to have at least met them in person at least mm-hmm. what about like facetiming now how people are like i know people have almost had relationships over 
Zoom and Skype, like during the thick like of Like you've the, done a FaceTime date and then you never respond to their message? Like a lot of FaceTime dates. I would count that as ghosting. Yeah. That's, that's ghosting, yeah. I would, just because of how the world is, even just yeah. FaceTime in general, I would count. Yeah. Okay. So next one. You have hard plans to go out, a place and a time are set. Two hours before the date, they say something came up and they have to cancel. You never hear from them again. Ghosting, yes or no? If you never hear from them again, then it's ghosting. If you if if they have a legitimate reason, like a family emergency, and they hit <laughs> themselves, then it's not ghosting. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a very specific <laughs> question. Nadia actually follows us. Yeah, Nadia, <laughs> Nadia DM the pod. <laughs> right? yeah. Um, I mean. Yeah, I would say if you just straight up never hear from them again, like this is textbook ghosting. Yeah, I'd say in the moment, I would just be like, shit happens. Mm-hmm. They canceled, right? And they're like, let's do another time. But if they never scheduled the other time, my number one, I would assume they got a different date. Yeah. Like I would assume they got a different date or they're basically just ghosting me. They decided yeah. they didn't want to meet me anymore for whatever reason. That, okay, that, because also we didn't clarify if you met before or not, but I would count that as ghosting because you made hard plans. Yeah. Yeah. And I've actually, I've heard of this happening to a lot of people on dates of, or on apps if All it's a first time. date. And it's just like basically they have a couple set up for like a Friday night and then they pick the one that they want to go to. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Your date. Okay. Oof. This is a, this is, this is based off yeah. a true story from a listener. Your date picks you up in their car, drops you off at the restaurant, tells you to get a table and goes to find parking. Your date never comes back and blocks your phone number. That's <laughs> ghosting. Let's be clear. Like that's like actually worse than ghosting. That's just like straight up ditching. Like yeah, this is like just leaves you at the restaurant. Like yeah, how do you, you get home? Restaurant. That's worse than ghosting. <laughs> yeah, especially this is I think before Uber. I don't know. I don't know what time this was, but that yeah. also to get a table like you're sitting at a table waiting. Yeah, how long do you wait for until you figure out what happened? Because I, I don't, don't think know. anyone is like, oh, he's not coming. But it's that's like, how <laughs> she figured out. She's like, when he dropped me off, he must have immediately blocked my number because her texts weren't going through. Especially if someone has an iPhone and yeah. they go through blue and now they're going through green. It's like, oh, I'm blocked. And like, it doesn't even say delivered if someone blocks your number. Mm-hmm. No, if you call it, it's immediately mm-hmm. like voicemail or no, not even voicemail. It just says like out of service or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, but that, man, that's like getting stood up times a thousand. Yeah. That's insane. That's that's just truly insane. That's just a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. I don't like what I'm like could technically it's ghosting, but it's wor- I we need a better word yeah. for that. That's like yeah. straight up like asshole ditching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just serial killer behavior. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh my god. You go on a date with someone. After they keep texting you to chat and you reply with short, half assed answers and always say you're busy when they ask to hang out again. Ghosting? Yes or no? I guess no. it's not you go keep saying you're busy, so they're trying to like naturally fizzle you out, I guess. It's, it's like it's not it's not being direct, but it's not ghosting. There's something else. There's another term for that, but I don't think that's ghosting. They're just stringing someone along. Yeah, I call it Either. slow. Fa- you're trying to slow fade. But yeah, in this scenario, I'd be like, just ghost. Just yeah, <laughs> just stop. end it. Like, stop giving someone that hope. This is the one time yeah. I'm like, just ghost the person. This yeah. is this is wasting everybody's time. <laughs> Um, or I think uh, is this what breadcrumbing is? That's another oh, term people say. Oh yeah, I think this is breadcrumbing. Breadcrumbing, like you keep people around. Mm-hmm. Nah. Well, because it's also like this person does like the option that the, you know if it's like a late night hookup, they have nothing to do. They're like, oh, this person will always answer me. Like they always want you in the back pocket. Yeah, that's stringing someone along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Was it on the hook? That's what it is. Yeah. All right, how about this? A man wrote this in. He said, ghosting is acceptable if you haven't met the person's friends. However, if you have met the friends, it is unacceptable. No, I mean, if you've gone on dates with them and then you don't talk to them, that's ghosting. That's, what do the friends have to do with anything? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He, that was his kind of general rule of thumb. Like, oh, like if it's a couple months, like he kind of was like, it depends how serious it is. And I'm like, dude, if you've gone on more than one date and then don't ever answer them, that's that's ghosting for right. sure. And it's just never acceptable. Um, okay, so you match on a dating app and eventually exchange numbers. Once you're texting for a while and are no longer feeling it and stop responding, is this ghosting? I guess I, I would say no. And like my, my gut feeling is to say no because you haven't met yet. But I guess like if it's only a few times that you've been texting, then it's okay. Then it's not ghosting. But if you've been texting for like weeks at a time, especially like in a world like today, then it, mm-hmm. it could be considered ghosting. But I would, my natural gut is to say no. I say no because for a lot of women, what happens is you get the number, you get off the app, and then a dude's hitting you up just like late night just trying to hook up. And if that's not what you want and you've never met this man, it's like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just like, I'm not answering this anymore. Clearly this dude just keeps hitting me up like late night or um, a lot of people wrote in reasons why they ghosted that guys would get way too sexual too quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, but it's the same lines of like, they're expecting you to hook up with them and you don't want to. No, I've definitely been in a situation where like, like I said, like, especially now after being on the show, like I'm getting like, I get like explicit messages where I think we're talking normally. And I, I'd be like, you're taking this too far. Like, don't say things like that. And I try to give everyone a benefit of the doubt, at least in the beginning. I mean, and they're like, why? And then they, they're still more explicit. And I was like, I've asked you not to do this already. And then if they keep doing that, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm done talking to you. <laughs> wow, all right. I guess women are just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> you at least give them a chance. Wow. Yeah. yeah guys are like, I mean, I kind of like that she's a little this way, but like not just too soon. Like I like how you're like too soon. And we're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I also feel like when you give someone your number, you see like a lot more quickly than you do on a dating app, their actual like habits. Because I don't mm. have push notifications for my dating app. So like. Thing. I, yeah, I see the messages when I see them, but exactly. I'm at work and someone is texting me all day. I'm like, oh, you don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do anything important. So fuck off. <laughs> I get so annoyed. Um, all right. So one of our, our little fun way to wrap up here is our podcast is called Shooters Gotta Shoot because we are women that do DM first, not as aggressively, I guess, as some women in your DMs. Um, but uh, we always like to ask our guests if there's a time you can remember that you shot a shot, preferably you got a little creative, a little outside the box, but just in general, what's the time you shot your shot and was it a hit or a miss? Uh, one time I shot, it was like at my, my two apartments ago, like there was this girl in my building who I just thought was really cute and I saw her over and over. And then I just asked the doorman, I was like, which is now kind of creepy if you think about it, but <laughs> we ended up going on dates too. But like, I was just like, Oh, like what apartment does she live in? And then I just like slipped a note under her her door and just said like, "Hey, my name's Benet. I live in, in the same building as you. I thought I, I keep seeing you in the elevator. I think you're really pretty. I'm like, here's my number." And then we ended up going on a date. I think that's really cute. That is cute, <laughs> yeah. but it's one of those. It's like if she. I'm saying it. I sound psycho though. <laughs> no, but it's funny. Of like, if she didn't want to go out with you, she might feel it was creepy. Of like, great, now he knows which door I am. Right. But I would <laughs> guess did she know your name was Benet before you sent the note? 
Uh, I just say like I, I see you in the elevator all the time, and then, like I just like because we we had seen each other a lot, you know, and like there was. I thought there was like innocent flirting, just like standing there, like where we'd look and smile and say, like, "Hey, like, how was your day?" And just like that was it. You can feel vibes though when, when you're, you're around yeah. someone. Yeah, sounds yeah. like you felt a vibe. Sounds yeah. like the doorman felt a vibe. Yeah, That's why I was yeah like, right. Here's he's, like, I, he's like, I feel something for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think that's it for our episode. Yeah. This is so great. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you. And again, sorry for all like the rescheduling over and over again. No, oh, that's, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> well, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed hearing Vinay's side of the story. And is there anything you want to promote or plug other than your Instagram? No, not really. Just like, just be, go vote on November 3rd or vote early now. Look at that. Huh? <laughs> Reality TV has changed you. <laughs> all right, guys, make sure you follow Vinay at Chata for the Vin. As you can see, fun hang. Nice guy. You never know. It's my, uh, we got fans that shoot shots all the time. So his DMs are open. I love it. DMs are open. He's back on the market. He has healed. (laughs) (laughs) He's healed from a breakup and a reality TV show. So the man COVID. Yeah. And COVID. (laughs) The man can really withstand, withstand anything. So, uh, I have a lot of antibodies still. So if anyone, (laughs) I have a lot of those too. (laughs) And he's voting. So, I mean, what more can you want? Right. All right. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye guys.